You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, the new week is here, and it's a privilege to pursue God together with you for a few minutes today. Last week, we took a look at Acts 1, and we explored those times when we're in seasons of waiting. This week, I want to start off by reading to you a very obscure prophecy. It's from the Old Testament in Isaiah chapter 35. It was made by Isaiah about 750 B.C. And he writes, Say to those with fearful hearts, Be strong, do not fear, your God will come. He will come to save you. Then will the lame leap like a deer. Now, I'm going to zero in on that phrase. He will come to save you. Then the lame will leap like a deer. He will come to save you. Then the lame will leap like a deer. So 750 BC, people are looking for God to come save them, for the lame to leap like a deer. But it didn't happen. The next year, 749 BC, maybe this will be the year God will come to save us and the lame will leap like a year, like a deer. Didn't happen. Didn't happen in 748 BC, 747, 746, 745. Didn't happen in 650, 450 BC, 250 BC, even 50 BC. Don't you imagine after about 750 years, someone would read that and say, is God ever really going to come and save us? And are the lame ever really going to leap like a deer? Or did poor Isaiah just have an extra long prophetic day at the office and that guy was on overload and just got his prophetic wires crossed the day he wrote that? Maybe the butter had slipped off Isaiah's pancake that day. (laughs) Maybe rather than drinking from the fountain of knowledge, he just gargled that day. For over 750 years, this prophecy went unfulfilled. So just log that in the back of your mind for a moment and let it linger for a few minutes. Many years later, in Acts chapter 3, it begins with these words. One day at 3 in the afternoon, Peter and John were on their way to the temple for prayer meeting. Notice it doesn't begin on one very special day. It doesn't say on a day when everyone could see what was coming. No, it just says one day at three in the afternoon, Peter and John were on their way into the temple for prayer. Why? Because that's just what they did every day. Why did they go to the temple to pray when they could pray anyplace else? Because they wanted to go to places where people didn't know Jesus yet. They wanted to hang out with people who hadn't experienced amazing grace yet. Well, the next verse says, at the same time that there at the temple, there was a man crippled from birth being carried up to be set down by the temple gate to beg from those going to the temple. So here's another important piece of this picture. Here's a crippled guy who's been paralyzed since birth. How long is that? Five years, 10 years, 20 years. We learn from Acts 4.22, it's been over 40 years. So from the time that he was old enough, every day, He was brought to the temple gate to beg. Never once in that time did he know the joy of standing up straight. Never once had he ever known the experience of walking or running, things that we just take for granted. Never once had he had a day when his legs were not limp, without movement or feeling. And probably never once did he ever entertain the thought that anything would ever change. So every day... He was set down at the temple gate because that's where people passed by to bring their offerings. And he held out his hand day after day, just hoping to get a few bucks. This has been his life for over 40 years. Now, tomorrow we're going to go further in this story. And we're going to see how what happens next ties to this obscure prophecy from Isaiah made 750 years earlier. 
But to kind of tie things together today, there's an extremely piece, important piece of this picture that would be easy to just blow by at first reading. Question, how did this disabled guy get to the temple every day? Answer, he had to be carried. He was totally dependent on his friends to get him there. And in a sense, they're, these are like the unsung heroes of the story. They don't play a prominent role in the text, but they play an extremely important role in this man's life because without people who cared enough about him, about his needs, about his future to transport him, he wouldn't have been there and he wouldn't have been in proximity for, spoiler alert, the miracle that we're going to get to tomorrow. Were there other things these friends could have been doing? Certainly. They might have said, you know, this is, this is kind of getting to be a repetitive thing, going to the temple on such a routine basis every day. We took him there yesterday, the day before that, the week before that, the month before that, the year before that, the decade before that. And I, I, I've got my oldest to get to an orthodontist appointment, and my youngest has a soccer game, but no, every day. They gave up doing other things for a period of time in order to serve this friend. You know, as I was reflecting on that, it just filled me with so much gratitude for all the change makers at Eastside, all the volunteers, and not just volunteers in our church, but every church. You are the unsung heroes who bring your friends who serve and volunteer in a thousand different ways so that people can experience a miraculous touch from God to change their lives. We see lives change every week, but it wouldn't happen without all of you who serve. And if you're not serving, I just hope you'll find a way to get in the game. Lives are being changed and God is using our change makers in an instrumental way to make ministry happen. So maybe your prayer today could be one of two things. God, thank you for using me so others can be transformed by Jesus. Or maybe you should pray, God, show me how you can use me so others can be transformed by Jesus. If you wanna explore some ways you can serve on a campus or online at Eastside, just go to eastside.com slash changemaker. Well, God, I thank you for this amazing text, for the prophecy from Isaiah, how we're gonna see it fulfilled this week in Acts chapter three. I thank you for these friends who cared enough about their, their friend who had a physical need to bring him to the temple every day. And I thank you for people who volunteer, who serve, who actually are change makers, make a difference because they put their gifts in the game every day. When I know there's a million other things and needs that they have to do. And thank you for the way you work in those moments to transform lives. God, help us to be open today to ways that you want to use us in the lives of other people. Help us not to just blow by opportunities to serve. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, look forward to seeing you tomorrow. We're going to unpack more in Acts 3.